going on, people? You know who it is, man. It's Tay Wiggs. After hours from the man K with my boy Mark Senior. And we about to get it in. Get it in. About to go on. NBA trades. John Wall and the rupture. Achilles attendant out of nowhere. LeBron James and his teammates want to sit next to each other on the bench, but we're gonna get right into it. We definitely gonna start it off definitely with these NBA trades. As we go around the league, what's going on today? In a, in a couple of days therefore on, I'm looking at the Chicago Bulls make a trade for Otto Porter to send Jabari Parker and Bobby Porter to Washington Wizards for a 2023 second round pick. Now, leading up to this pick, Otto Porter just signed a big contract, right? With the Washington sure Wizards. So, yep. They give it to Otto Porter, knowing that there's no John Wall in play out for the rest of the season. Well, what you think about the Bobby Porters and Jabari Parker trade to the Wizards for the Chicago Bulls? What would this, what would this trade do for the Washington Wizards long term? It's proven that they don't trust John Wall. I mean, that's what the trade really about. I mean, how can you have a, well, yeah, like a sore foot yeah. and you slip on a banana peel at the house? And rupture your Achilles. I mean, what was he doing? Yeah, because he Achilles at the crib. Exactly. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> first of all, you already got one leg hurt, right? So you're already out for the season that one. Now, all of a sudden, you you tore your Achilles at home. If I was the Washington Wizards owner Taliosi, I am definitely investigating this. See why John Wall hurt himself like that. We already know he. He don't want to play there after a while. We know he want to get traded, but their owner came out last week and said, we're not making no trades with Bradley Beal and John Wall. We want to hear no offers. So all of a sudden, how did he get injured? Like, come on. What was he on a hoverboard? I mean, it's more answers. I need answers to this. I mean, how do you tell your Achilles at home? Exactly. How? Like, how? Like, you with your crew five deep? I mean, he, he claimed it. Was he five deep when he fell? Like, <laughs> where was he at? Like what? Like what was he doing? I I, I need. I'm like Stephen A. Smith, Tay Wiggs, and Mark Sear. We need answers. We need them as soon as possible. We haven't heard nothing since that. Ever since they injury from this bit, what two, three days now? We haven't heard anything from him about how he really hurt himself. I don't, I don't think he's gonna say it. He's just gonna collect the check. See, like all these other players, like yeah, they declining the option. They saying they want to be traded way before they uh. No contract in. He signed that five year. He getting all that bread, so he can about to get this bread and, and sit on his his back, collect the check while the Wizards struggle. They trading away Otto Porter, and Otto Porter really wasn't helping them anyway. I mean, he probably gonna do better uh, to where he got traded than what he was doing with the Wizards. So when you break down the John Wall contract, even though, like I said, they traded with Otto Porter. We won't we won't stick on this guy too long because I feel like this is what I'm this is what I'm gonna say. This is what I call Mr. Steal Your Check. Otto Porter. He had one good season. He got all-star money not to be an all-star. What should you call sympathy money? When he signed a contract that big, he got what a four what five year or four year deal for $108 million? To do what? To do what? He had one good playoff game. Like you're looking at John Wall's contract, he got a five year to eighty four million dollars, right? 
John Wall is right. easy. So he got two years of his contract. John Wall is about to. John Wall is bagging up the Brinks truck, the Grotta truck, for forty <laughs> million a year after this year. And he's gonna be gone for next year. So if, if, in hindsight, they can trade him. They ain't nobody gonna want him. I mean, John Wall game is predicated on speed, speed. and explosion. With your Achilles bone, that don't come back. That don't that, come back at all. He gonna have to learn how to get that jump shot together. He gonna get that jump shot together. And, and remember when Kobe tore his Achilles a couple of years ago when Harrison Barnes was guarding him? He asked Harrison Barnes. And I remember in the press conference, he he told Harrison Barnes, "Did you foul me?" That's what it sounded. He said something like somebody smacked him. No, that was that bone that tore. So John, like you said, John Wall definitely has to find a fifteen foot jumper. That was his whole knock in college that he could not. Shoot for 15 feet when they needed it the most. Now, the, the, in the case, when, when you hot, you're hot. But in his case, right. when you cannot shoot, you can't shoot. <laughs> Jabari Parker, another guy. That. He about to take over. He about to take all of uh, Brad Bill shots. He taking one. I think it, I think Jabari Parker, you're a different change of scenery just to get through. You know, going with Milwaukee. Then he won't get a shine on there because you got the free to greet doing his thing. You got Chris Middleton and them boys doing their thing in Milwaukee. So he 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 has to go to another place so he can get a shine on. So lead up to the next trade. I mean, it's a lot of trades going on. So lead up to this trade. So you got the Houston Rockets, Sacramento Kings, and the Cavaliers in a three-way in a three-team trade. So Sacramento gets Alex Burke from the Cavaliers. Brandon Knight and um Brandon Knight and Marquise um Chris come over from Phoenix, right? If I'm not mistaken, right. so with that trade, you so the Cavaliers get those guys in a 2019 first round protected pick, also from the Houston Rockets. So that's guaranteed. No, that's going to be a low pick in the first round, but they got two picks now, including their own pick. So you got Wade Baldwin and Nick Skouskis, Skouskis with the sauce, as they say. He goes from Portland, right? Get traded to Portland. Get traded to Cleveland. Now you go to Houston. It's been a busy week for those guys. Do you look at where Iman Shumper goes from the Sacramento Kings to the Houston Rockets? Now, what you think about that trade for the Rockets? What does it help them that depth-wide coming into the going into the playoffs? I mean, right now, down the stretch, home run stretch of the season. So they definitely load up on. The, uh, they get a, a better shooter. They got Nick Stauskas. You know, his his three point shot is. It's pretty much automatic now. You know, he had that one big game with Portland where I think he hit like like ten in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, so so he fits right into what they're trying to do, which is jack up a lot of threes. And then they get that defender that they was missing. You know, with Trevor Reza, so they get a replacement of that with Amon Shumpert. You know, because he's gonna defend. You know, he can shoot somewhat. You know, so he kind of they they both fit right in what they're gonna do. I think it's just gonna make them better. They go now can make that push. You know, for a deep playoff run. See. With Shumpert, he's having a good season, statistically. He's definitely having a good season. But the one person I don't trade in this contract, I mean, in this um, trade, is Wade Baldwin. I feel like he might be the player. His, his name is just in it because his contract fits the pieces. I feel like Wade Baldwin, even though he plays a, the two-guard position and he can play a little bit of three, he's going to be the player they're probably going to buy his contract out and he's going to go somewhere else because they don't need him. And they can open up another space for, for a veteran when it needs to be after, after, after the All-Star break. You see, I ain't speak on him. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> I don't even know who the man is. Like, Wade Baldwin. 
I'm like, yeah. he, played, he played for the Grizzlies? Like, what? He played for the Grizzlies. Like, he played in, I can't say the D League. It's called the G League, a.k.a. the Gatorade League. So he played in the G League as well. So when you got a guy going around and around and around, yes, he brings some. He's just another guy that can sit on your bench if you want to trade him away and get rid of him because, you know, his he don't have a, a guaranteed contract. He has a two-way contract. That's why he keep getting traded and traded back and forth. That's the nuance of that trade. You're looking at a player like Alec Burks. I thought he was going to be – I thought he was going to be one of those players that when he got drafted to the league playing for the, the Utah Jazz, I thought he had it. And the crazy thing is this guy named Spider Donovan Mitchell coming into the scene, takes over Rodney Hood's spot, Alex Burke's spot, Trey Burke's spot. Got two guys all up, shipped up out of there on the Mayflower. He's like, pack these guys up. This is my team. <laughs> and Alex Burke, he, he's not a bad player. Not a bad player, but I just feel like the teams that he's been on, a lot of them teams got a lot of shooters. Not saying the Cavaliers don't have a better team. We know the, the Cavaliers are doing. You, everybody knows once we'll LeBron James. Once LeBron James departure from your team, it's a wrap, and you're going to build up from ground zero. So the Cavaliers are going to protect the 2019 pick. Alice Burks, I don't know because break what I was telling people. You got Alice Burks, so you get him to fill the void, right, Marcus? So after that, the Sacramento Kings release Sir Ben McLemore. You didn't see that one coming in today. Oh, I didn't. Ain't he another club sports guy? I want to say, I think he is with the club sports. I want to say Ben McLemore. Club sports ain't, ain't doing well this today, man. They getting all type of bad news. They, they ain't getting their trades. They want bad. People getting released. You know, I, I, I thought Ben McLemore had a promise. I thought he was going to be good. You know, the uh, the Cavs was going to take him number one yeah. over Anthony Bennett. I don't know why they didn't. I think... You know, he's he's a lot better than Anthony Bennett. But yeah, he's got upsides, but he's not living up to release. the potential. He's not living up to his potential. He's not. There's only two Kansas guys right in the league right now in the league. Well, I guess well, well it's about four or five of them, but right now it's like two of them in the league that's holding up their end of the weight. And one of them is, you know, everybody knows Joel and B, who the Cavaliers could have drafted over Tristan Thompson. And he told and I remember when he got drafted, he said the Cavaliers will pay. Yeah. And so far, <laughs> and so far, he's so far, he's that process is making teams look like making making them look crazy. And another person trying to hope the end of the bargain, but who could be better is uh my guy that played in Minnesota, a- Andrew Wiggins. So you're looking at that one, and and the Hornets got another one too, Devontae Graham that everybody don't know about because another guy who don't get in that much, another player who definitely plays on the Hornets, but he goes back and forth between the Hornets. In the, in the Greensboro Swarm, which is the affiliated team of the Charlotte Hornets, the G League team. So with that trade, when you look at that trade, when you look at the teams who won that trade, I'm going to definitely go with the Rockets on that one. They won that with Shumper, and they got another three-point shooter in this Stalkers. You actually the Cavaliers actually won some of that too because not only you got Marquise Chris, so they might be banking on Tristan Thompson might be leaving after the season. You go with that. Then, too, you got Brandon Knight just to take over some down the stretch where they can have to play Colin Saxon to burn him out and they get a first-round draft pick. Now you're looking at this one, Rodney Hood get traded from the Cavaliers, get traded from the Cavaliers to the Portland Trailblazers, and in return, the Cavaliers get a 2021 second round draft pick and also a 2023 second round draft yeah, pick. With the moves they, they, I think they got under the cap with both of them. Like they was in a luxury since 2015. Uh-huh. Now they under the cap with hella picks. So when you look at the Cavaliers, what they doing? The Cavaliers stockpile. Yeah, the picks look good, but the whole thing is, can this new GM, Kobe Altman, 
can he make the right moves under his G? This is what his first full year as his first fully full year under well, his second, my bad, his second full year being the GM. The whole thing is you as you stop piling picks, can you make the right decision and draft the right player coming to that organization to get this team up running again? I think he could. I mean, I think the he gonna have to get some a lot of luck with this draft, but I, you know that's all up to chance. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I definitely don't trust Kobe Oldman. I definitely don't. He the he the, he, he is the new Sashi Brown that was t- that that the Brown the Cleveland Browns had running their organization at GM. I don't trust Kobe Oldman. And almost he almost like Sashi Brown. And I'm that's crazy. I'm referring this to a football GM guy. You stop all these picks. And he didn't trade really drafting no good guys. You know, basketball players are a hit and miss when they come to drafting. You gotta have an eye for certain talent. Maybe that won't be the guy in the first round. You haven't seen it be guys in the second round has became budding stars in the league. You're looking at IE, a Kyle Corbin, who's a three-point shooter. You're looking at guys like a Draymond Green, who has three championship rings. So you're looking at guys that you can steal in the second round, a Jimmy Butler. Can Kobe Altman be one? Can he be a GM to piece something together like that? Uh, I think that's it has no. <laughs> I mean, we ain't seen it done yet, but I, I don't see it happen. Because uh, first of all, I mean, he ain't really made no moves that panned out. I mean, he made all those moves last year during the trade deadline. Just revamped right. the team. That was cool when he did it. Everybody was like, oh, right, right. He rebuilt the team in a day. Mm-hmm. But half those guys ain't on the team no more. Exactly. And when they came, <laughs> they came playoff time and finals time, they ain't show up. So mm-hmm. it's like he did a bunch of moves for nothing. Right. So it's like, is, is he really good at evaluating talent? You know, I think the answer to that right now is probably no. Right. So going forward with this trade, so you're looking at the Milwaukee Bucks and the Detroit Pistons make a move. And you go to Detroit because you go to because Stanley Johnson was in Detroit, he get traded. To Milwaukee, right? And the Pistons traded. I mean, the Pistons pick up Thon Maker from Milwaukee Bucks in that trade. So you look at Thon Maker. Thon Maker already said he went out because he has a lot of upside. First and foremost, we know he can shoot. We, the whole thing on him is when he was in Milwaukee, where is he going to get playing time at? Because you got Lopez, who's definitely now. He's a center now who stepped on hitting the threes. You got Giannis Antetokounmpo to freak the Greek. You got Chris Middleton. You got... Uh, Brandon, Brandon, um, I mean, Eric Blesso, I'm going to call him Brandon Knight. You got Eric Blesso doing his thing, rather, excuse me. And where can he, where can he find playing time at if you got all these guys ahead of you? Yeah, he wasn't really going to ever get to play. And he ain't uh, developed enough, you know, to be, um, you know, bumping his time up or bumping other guys out to make time for him. You know, he need like he really need like a G League run to get experience. Yeah, to get some experience, get get some of his skills developed. Because right now, on that Bucks team, they uh, you know, they geared enough to to make playoff pushes, and any guys who can who know how to play and are well developed to play. Did you so, feel like you was the weak link? Did you feel like you was the weak link to what they were trying to do? I don't know if he was the weak link, but he definitely wasn't the strongest one. He was like, right. he was in a. a a worse place than being a weakling. He's like right in the middle. That's like right. the worst place to be where you ain't the strongest. 
Uh-huh. And you ain't the weakest, like, because the weakest will get the most attention. So he ain't, they ain't trying to build him up. You know, they, they ain't trying to give him a run. He just was in a, like, no right. man's land. Right. And two, I was saying with that, because why I am the weak link now, because Tony Snell coming back into the picture now. He's getting more. Tony Snell, I'm looking at, he's coming to his own. You know, like I said, Thon Maker is definitely getting lost in playing time because there's other players on the team that the Milwaukee Bucks can do. You can spread the floor with Tony Snell and the other players and Chris Middleton. Uh, and, oh, yeah, I cannot forget about the rookie of the year. I mean, uh, rookie of the year from um, before last year, um, Malcolm Brogdon. So, you definitely – he got a real release. It looks so slow, but it's so easy. It'll be going in. It'll be going in. But, you know – that guy's a 50-40-40 guy. So, <laughs> when people, are like, and people are like, what's a 50-40-40 guy? So, for those who don't know what that is, you know, basketball lingo, the dude is shooting 50% from the field, 40% from the free throw line. I mean, not from the free throw line. 40% from the field, 50% from almost from the three-point line. And he can do anything that he wants. So, that's a tough guard for a defender. Yeah, he mad strong. He be pushing guys out. That's that, guys out. that's that Germany strong. Wow. <laughs> so you're looking at him. The Milwaukee Bucks is a low. They got the best record in the Eastern Conference. I think they got. Do they got the best record overall? I think they got the best record overall. I think they lost about 13 games. Yeah, I think they're the first team with wins or something like that. <laughs> Thirteen games. Wow. Wow. They added who they added what? Nikola Mirotic? They added Nikola they added Nikola Matarevich from the New Orleans Pelicans. Now listen to that. Like I said, Stanley Johnson now is in New Orleans. <laughs> so he's not he was in Milwaukee for a half a day. Get traded to the Pelicans, him and Jason Smith for Nikola Matarevich and return. The Pelicans also received the 2019 second round draft pick that was a Denver pick that was that was actually the, the Bucks pick that actually goes to goes to New Orleans. They also got the 2021-2021 second pick that came from Milwaukee. Also go now it goes to New Orleans, and they got the 2020 pick second round pick that actually goes to the that came from Milwaukee goes to New Orleans. So New Orleans is in the place to stop Powell picks too. They want to do some damage too with the Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is like the golden ticket for the New Orleans Pelicans. It's like Willie Wonka on the Chocolate Factory. What will Will Dimps do with his golden ticket with the Brown? He, right now he's doing, uh, in my opinion, the right moves. You know, he ain't trading them before the trade deadline for right. the Lakers. Right. For all they uh, would-be all-stars. You know, none of them guys are proven. You know, right. he, he letting them know, like, yeah, we are going to trade you by trading away Nikola Meritick. Like, yeah, we ain't trying to win no more. Right. But I'm getting picks back. And then if I trade you, I'm going to get the best offer I can get. It's not going to be just because you want to go to the Lakers. Exactly. Because what's what's – this is what I'm going to say about Will Dims, the GM. I respect him. And the reason I say I respect what he did – we not because we don't care if your agent is Rich Paul. We don't care if you're part of Clutch Sports. You know he said, "I'm gonna clutch this right here. You gonna sit here for this rest of the season. You maybe gonna play this contract. We don't care about LeBron James getting rings. We trying to win over here too. I'm not gonna trade you within to the within the Western Conference 
to a foe. It's not happening. That's the why I respect it. You're going to play the con- I'm tired of these guys. These guys make millions of dollars, and they want to play with their friends. I'm going to say this. Some people are going to hate what I'm going to say. This is what I do. I don't care. AAU basketball has ruined collegiate basketball and, of course, the NBA. These guys get together, want to fraternize. They want to play with their best friends. What happened to the spirit of playing basketball? And I want to beat these dudes. Now, Marcus, now you know. Growing up in their backyard, we played basketball at Hubert House. The whole thing was, no, I don't want Hey, me and so-and-so, we play two-on-two. We try to beat y'all. We don't want to lose. Right. These, guys, these guys want to play together and win championships. And the one thing I'm going to say about this, if you listen out there, Brian Scalabrini, White Mamba, <laughs> the guy who got dressed when he was on the bench in the NBA Finals with the Boston Celtics, who ran back to the locker room and got dressed so he could celebrate with the team. He said, if I was in position, I would have win many chips too. Man, that is loser talk. Michael Jordan <laughs> didn't ask Gary Payton, hey, GP, you want to team up with me? You want to play with me? Hey, Charles Barkley, you want to team up and play on the Bulls? Let's build a super friends team. We can beat people. There's no fun. That's not fun. That's no competition. Wow. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. Yeah, that's, want- it's, it was 18 trades today. 18. And I think it's all because of what you just said, the AAU basketball. AAU basketball. Like this. This this era where ain't nobody happy, everybody depressed. They gotta be on a different team. Oh, I'm in LA. I don't like LA. I want to go somewhere else. Oh, I'm in New Orleans. I don't like New Orleans. I want to go somewhere else. Like you get paid millions of dollars to play basketball, B. <laughs> like how are you not happy? <laughs> like if you didn't want to play basketball, you know you you know where you gonna be locked into a state city team. You should have took up another profession. Like go somewhere where you can move. At the you know at your will, and unfortunately in the NBA there's contracts, and you got to abide by those contracts. Out of everybody that got traded today, I want to give a round of applause <laughs> to Julius Randle. And the reason I'm saying this is because Julius Randle, and y'all got you can hear my voice. I got kind of excited. Julius Randle. Once he knew LeBron James was coming to LA, he said, "Magic, get me out of here. <laughs> I am not playing behind LeBron James." I don't want to be antagonized by LeBron James and all the shenanigans that he brings. Well, LeBron James on your team, he brings a circus. Point blank, period. We know every year for the last six or seven years, when he gets to February, LeBron James turns into – he goes from player LeBron James beside with your team, then he turns to GM, assistant coach, water boy, what music we gonna listen to in the in the, in the weightlifting room? He controls that. Now I turn to you on the day he had Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram. He even had Rajon Rondo with a wave cap on, and Rondo only have waves. This is the thing I'm talking about. They listen to what LeBron James do. It's like we got a team of LeBron James Jr. Everybody wearing wave caps. You know what I'm saying? This is what they do down in L.A. Since he got there, everybody wearing wave caps. LeBron James. Now you seen how he had players? How they didn't sit next to him? They was there was three seats between them. LeBron James had to end by himself. Nobody sat next to him. LeBron James shocked the confidence of these young guys for the rest of the season. He telling everybody, don't look at Twitter. Don't don't worry about the outside noise. It can't be outside noise if you bring the noise to them. Like you creating the noise, bro. <laughs> right. It's like it's like uh the theatrical show, Rick. 
LeBron James is the main character. He's stumping everywhere, getting everybody attention. Dude, them young kids' confidence is shot because now they don't know where they're going to be at going into the summer. They don't know they can get traded right then and there. That's the hurtful thing. Instead of the, you being the king, you want to be considered the GOAT or the greatest of all time. Let's be, let's be serious. The greatest of all time players never ask, never ask for truth. Never, ever ask for their teammates to be traded. They find some way, deep down inside, you say, you know what? This, everybody counting this out. But let's, hey, let's, let's, let's show the world different. Let's get together. Let's try to put together a 15 or 13 game winning streak. He's not doing that. Yeah. Like I said in episode one, it's not looking good for King James in L.A. It's not looking good. All those ad, those people that was going to play with LeBron in L.A. because it's hot, couldn't – he couldn't get him in Cleveland. Right. He think he's gonna have better luck in LA. Kawhi, right. nope. Hmm. Paul George, nope. nope. Anthony Davis, it, it, will he come in the summer? Ah, uh, it's not looking like he's gonna be in LA. He probably gonna be in the other other half of the building in, right. that, in that red, white, and blue. Exactly. And Brian gonna be so sick. He gonna be so sick if the Clippers get Anthony Davis. No. And the Lakers miss out on. No. Let's be serious now. We're going to talk about these trades. we get back to them in a minute. Justin Jackson, Zach Randolph, gets traded from Sacramento Kings to the Dallas Mavericks from Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes. Does Zach Randolph still play? Yeah, she just got, yeah, he still play, but he's, he's there as a mentorship for the younger guys on the bench. So Zach Randolph got his, will get his contract bought off, bought off by the Dallas Mavericks. So Harrison Barnes, so you know that everybody's going around saying, hey, LeBron James is the first person to tweet something. Always want to be the first person to do something. Get his shine on to see his name come across the scroll on ESPN. Come on, dude. Let's be serious. <laughs> this is well. He tweeted out and said, "It's kind of shameful that y'all would do this and, and trade Harrison Barnes in the middle Probably of a game playing. while he's playing." Now, timeout before everybody jumped the gun. According to him, he's gonna get his check for that game. I bet that. <laughs> according to him, according to him, as I'm talking about Harrison Barnes, his agent. Harrison Barnes said, don't matter. I know if I'm on a trading block, I still want to play. So kudos for him for not sitting down. Before everybody jumped down, Mark Cuban's throat be saying, oh, Mark Cuban, AGM, she had to do that. We don't know what's going on behind that behind that door. But, but also, Harrison Barnes said he wanted to play despite of him getting traded. So they let him play his minutes, 25 minutes, and he didn't play the rest of the half. So how do you feel about that? Because everybody was saying, you know, LeBron said otherwise. He's the only person that tweeted on that. Nobody else didn't. I mean, it's not like they gave Harrison Barnes the option, like, hey, we may trade you. Exactly. You want to sit down? And he was exactly. like, no. So yeah, that's on him. That's right. on him. So he, he had to face on, like, yo, I got traded from Dallas. Kind of sad about it. You know, he's still walking home with a nice big old paycheck as well. But for LeBron James to chime in or talk about what's going on in the Dallas Mavericks organization, you need to be worried about Los Angeles. LeBron Lakers. Yes, they're LeBron Lakers. They're not the Lakers. they LeBron Lakers. That's what you need to learn about. L.A. Brown Lakers. I'm tired. Like like we said, when he was in Cleveland, yes, when he played for our team, we had to go through the same thing. He's doing the same thing every – he did it now. He did it once in Cleveland, came back and did it again the second time. Now you in L.A. doing the same thing. But guess where it didn't happen at, though? It didn't happen in Miami. Pat Riley said – your, your crew can't do this. We ain't doing this. We playing basketball. We run the organization my way. You see what happened when he did it his way. The four years that he was in Miami, they won two championship rings. Two. Two. So, 
Tell you, Pat Riley said, you know what? Nah. LeBron, you're going to get on this block. We're going to win these championships. We ain't bring your posse on board. This basketball <laughs> first. That's for Pat Riley. You know, Pat Riley from the old school. He probably, you don't say a gang of people, your friends. He probably hit him with the posse. Posse can't come. Sorry. <laughs> We down with OPP over here. Yeah. Other people property. We are the Miami Heat. We ain't Miami Heat and James James Gaines and friends. We about winning championships. They are a first class organization, and that's what they did. Get realize since LeBron James, he been to Cleveland, played for Cleveland eleven years, only won one championship. One out of eleven. That's not. One, that's not good. But you wouldn't be called. Oh. He King King James. King James, right now he ain't got the he ain't got the crown right now. That's in Golden State. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna lead there. I don't think he's gonna lead Golden State. They clicking on all cylinders with no trade with no trade scene. Even though they they linked up, they did the AU thing too. But but still, exactly. they, They too good. You know, they got so, good. So, all right, they only linked up with two people, KD and Demarcus Cousins. Everybody always say, "Yo, they got a big squad." Or they got Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green. They was all drafted there. This is the role of dice. You just get lucky. You just gotta know how to draft. You just gotta draft. And before we say That's you gotta get lucky, we hey, I'm gonna tip my head off to Mark Jackson for believing in Steph Curry. You know, I was one of the guys always hating Steph, hating on Steph Curry. Um, by the way, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. You know, man, I was telling people when he was in Davidson his first couple of years, he's going through this. Hey, look, he's going to be good. Just got to give him some time. You got to let him develop. You know, all of a sudden, people, oh, no, no, man, Steph ain't going to last that long. This city is so Steph Curry crazy, but when he was hurt and, it, and he wasn't doing his thing, they was giving up on him. You win a couple of games, you win a couple of championship rings, everybody love you. Like on his shoe. When it says, um, you do all things through Christ. You know what I'm saying? His strength, strength with him and all that stuff. That dude shoots like no other. So the more and more I watches him, I, I just respect him. I just sit back and say, you know what? I'm a fan. Like, you know, Steph Curry get busy. And nothing you can hate about to do. Yes, he take these crazy threes. You hoping to pray that he miss, but them boys just falling straight through nothing but net. I will say something else, but we might have kids listening. But nothing but net. It goes straight through. <laughs> so it's no, So you're looking at the other trades. You look at the Los Angeles Lakers make a trade from the Clippers. They got Mike Muscola. <laughs> That's the only trade they made. They gave a Zubat and Michael Beasley. Mike Muscola? Are you kidding me? They're trying to get Carmelo. They're trying to make room for Melo. That's all they... So, all, all, listen to this. It's going to sound funny. But people are like, man, this dude, this dude Tate Wiz did wrong. Y'all wanted Anthony Davis, but y'all are about to find out with Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> y'all going to get the other Anthony. Not first name, you don't get last name. <laughs> so you're you looking at that one, and, and you're gonna get Carmelo Anthony for the lead, middle fight for $2.5 million. So you're looking at that. You know if they get Melo, you know he's not getting traded if they sign him. So you thought you was getting Anthony Davis, but you get Carmelo Cayenne Anthony. That's who you get. That's who you get. You're not, you're not getting Melo with the Braves. You is getting nope. just Carmelo Anthony. You're not getting Melo from New York. You're getting Carmelo. Carmelo. That's who you getting. Not Romelo from Sugar Hill Gang. Carmelo. That's who they, that's who they getting. And I'm looking at what the Lakers gave up. I think they gave them too much for nobody. 
They gave a zoo back who I thought was playing at the top of his game. You know, the last couple of what, four or five games with the Lakers, he was putting up 20 points and 17 rebounds at ease. At ease. And it's crazy. Are you looking at the 76ers with James Ennis? He goes from he goes to the 76ers. Was it did they get Ennis or did they get uh, Simmons? No, the 76ers. Simmons. No, the 76ers, no, 76ers got James Ennis. And the Houston Rockets got a, uh, a second round draft pick. And they swapped that out. So we're looking at what James Ennis brings. The 76ers not playing, man. 76ers not playing. I think they're the best in the East now. Hey, I think the East got better overall with all these trades. They I did. think they're just as good as the West. If 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 this comes what I think it's going to be, if they if some way Philadelphia can make it to the to the Eastern Conference Finals or maybe not the NBA Finals, and we sit back, you know who's going to be laughing? You know who the GM is in Philadelphia, right? Do you know who that GM is? Elton Brand. Elton Brand, <laughs> a Duke Blue Devil, sitting back. Making all the moves, and the one thing I like about what Elton Brand is doing, first of all, he went to Duke, a blue blood school, who know how to, he come from a recruiting background, so it was easy for him to get these guys there. And second, he played in the league for ten plus seasons, so when you play in the league that long, and some of these teams you may make a trade with, some of these teams he made, he didn't he didn't play for, right? So it's so easy to get certain guys there. So with James Ennis, not only you get a six nine wing defender. But you get somebody who actually can post up a little bit, who can guard about two or three positions on a given night, who it helps. Houston Rockets got a jar pit back. I'm looking at on the next trade of this, what the 76ers are doing right now. They made a lot of trades. So when I get done, we're going to give our grades on what team got an A, what team got an F. So James Ennis and 76ers is huge. But Wesley Johnson, this dude has so much upside coming to the league, getting drafted. And you still play? <laughs> Wesley Johnson still play. Um, he like a lighter, a, a light skin version of Tiger. <laughs> Put some wine in my coconut juice, will you, Wesley Johnson? <laughs> Been in the league. I thought this guy has so much upside. I believe he played for. I went to, is it was it Syracuse? If it was a Syracuse, I want to say uh, UConn. Wesley Johnson. Syracuse. He played for Syracuse. You looking at Wesley Johnson? Yeah. I thought he was going to be the next thing, the next hot thing in the NBA. Not superstar-wise, but be a, a nice mid-level player. I, this, when his name came across the screen, I said, I'll be damned. He's still in the league. <laughs> because a name like a Wesley Johnson, you black. When I heard Wesley Johnson, I almost thought, I thought it was like a strong safety somebody playing for the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> when they came through. And, you know, Wesley like, Johnson probably won't like that, trade? but I, I'm like, they, they making football trade. trades now? I'm like, Wesley Early. Johnson? Wow, and I'm looking at Wesley Johnson. I thought he was gonna be one of the guys that comes to lead at least average 15. He's not even giving you that. He's buried so deep on the bench. Other guys in the league does this, and who they trained him for was Marquise Morris for the Washington Wizards. So he get traded to the Pelicans. The Pelicans received back a 2023 second round draft pick in this trade swap. I'm looking like all these teams, all these teams got 20 and 23rd draft picks. They have not come up on 20 seconds or on 21s. It's too close. There's a lot of great talent out there. And another trade. You got Shelvin Mack. Also got traded 
to the Atlanta Hawks for cash consideration. That guy was that guy is so much mediocre. They say, you know, we're not gonna give you no player. We're gonna give you straight cash. Hey, you money for this man, <laughs> or it might be a player to be That's named later. Right. You, I'm looking like Shelvin Mack already been. He played for the Hawks. I think once one time for the season. He goes back, so he's looking at a lot of players who started their careers off the of 17. I mean, back in into the arenas. So when you go look at the 76ers and pick up another player, DC now, but the 76ers. They picked up Malachi Richardson, who was also a two-way player, who was also was in the in the G League, who played for the 905 Raptors, who also won the uh, the G League championship as well with Jerry Stackhouse. Yeah, he can ball. He can ball. It's just so hard for him to get playing time in Toronto. You got all them guys that are coming together, but him on the 76ers, you man, man. Like I said, uh, and Brand, we're gonna hear a lot of 76ers tonight. The Miami Heat and the Phoenix Suns. Miami Heat. The Phoenix Suns traded away Ryan Anderson to the Heat. The Heat, yeah, the Phoenix Suns traded him away to the Heat. The Heat picks up, the Phoenix Suns picks up Wayne Ellington and Tyler Johnson. Yeah, this one trade I just didn't understand. Like, I didn't helped, understand. I don't know why they like, picked It helps neither team. I don't right. understand. <laughs> they, well, they got off that contract, though. The Heat, of, Wayne, of Wayne Ellington? With that, that Ryan Ellington contract. The Ryan Ellington contract is fat. But the crazy, the sad part about it, so Wayne Ellington, Gets gets the Phoenix and get released from the Phoenix Suns. But the players I'm gonna talk about who probably gonna make some big moves outside the trade deadline where you can sign veterans. You know, some of these names I'm gonna bring up to you. Once we get done with all these trades, you're gonna be like, okay, I, I can go with that. Marcus Saul got traded from the Grizzlies to the Raptors. Now listen to the Raptors gave up a 20, 24 Raptors. second round draft pick. They give up okay. Calvin Andre Jr. Everybody don't know who it is. That's CJ Miles. The And Jonas Valanciunas, <laughs> a.k.a. the Travis Kelsey lookalike. So, <laughs> you give up Giannis, man, the Raptors. Now, you're looking at some of the teams. The top upper echelon teams are making a move in the Boston Celtics. Everybody said Boston Celtics is the sexy pick to, to make it out the East. Man, Boston got some options to go through. Milwaukee. Do you, do you have Marcus Gasol to tank? To the Raptors, man. Toronto, the Sixers. As I said, one through four in the East is. It's beastie. <laughs> it's beastie. It's a lot. On the West, where you got the Warriors, and then everybody else, like, yeah, they so so. They, you know, no. I wouldn't say the number two team on the West is better than Boston, Toronto. Or Philly now. Now, if we go to the Toronto Raptors star lineup, man, let's, let's go through this lineup. Projected lineup. Kyle Lowry at the one, right? Danny Green at the two, right? Your three is Kawhi Leonard. Your four is Serge Ibaka. Your five is Marcus Gasol. My lord, my lord, my lord. <laughs> man, that's a tough lineup. Say, if you go through the Sixers lineup, you're looking at projected lineup. Biz Simmons, right? Right. You got uh, J.J. Reddit. You got Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. My God. My God. <laughs> my God. That's all I'm going to say. Tough lineup. Milwaukee Bucks. Man, this might be serious in these. Milwaukee always had a problem. They get to the playoffs. They haven't had a three-point uh, 
uh, somebody they can all depend on for a three-point shooter. In their projected lineup, you looking at Eric Bledsoe at the one. You go Chris Middleton at the two. You can go Giannis at the three or the four if you want. The five, you got, was that, Brooke Lopez? Then if you move somewhere else, you probably can, you probably can squeeze in a, a, a Nikola Materovich. Right. Jesus. It's all <laughs> It's real spiritual. <laughs> it's real spiritual here. Somebody, somebody, one of these, the reason I'm saying, I don't want to make it all religious, but some of these teams going to need Jesus when it comes to the Eastern Conference playing them top three teams in the East. Right. If Boston keep playing around, they're going to end up having a first-round matchup with who will be the fourth seed? The fourth seed right now, I want to say Boston is, is Boston? the fourth seed because Indiana is the fifth seed. Oh, and see, they lost all the depot, and they would be had he not got hurt. I think they would have made like a, a move or two as well, because they were they were Kyle oh. Rosen when he was before he got hurt. Oh my bad. No, Milwaukee is the number one seed. Toronto is the second seed. Okay. Boston is the third. Indiana is the fourth seed. Philadelphia is that five seed. Brooklyn is six. Seven is Charlotte. Eight is Miami. Oh, yeah. Boston falling down to four. Philly versus Boston for the first round. Boston. I don't, I don't so, know. <laughs> so if you look at it's basically a three-way tie, basically for that third for that for that third spot between Philadelphia, Boston, and Indiana. Hmm. Now, I don't know. Meantime, trying to go for that uh, that triple crown, get that the NFL, MLB, and NBA title. It's not looking. It's looking bleak. Look, yeah, <laughs> it's really looking real, looking real scarce around there. Though the one trade that came up, which I was looking at, I was like, wow. The Orlando Magics and the Sandy Sixers made a trade. Now, listen to this, man. I'm an Elton Brand. Dude, Elton Brand. You play with Lamar Odom, Corey McGetty, and them guys, Darius Miles, over there with Lob City. This dude is pulling some stuff out of his hat. Houdini Brandino. That's what I'm calling him. Houdini Brandino. <laughs> Houdini Brandino. Okay. Jonathan Simmons goes from Orlando Magics and get traded for Markel Fultz. For and the seventy sixers get the seventy sixers get back from Orlando Magics, a first round draft pick from OKC, and the second round draft pick as well. Markel Fultz. I thought he needed a new look. Just yeah, be somewhere different. Like Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. I believe his confidence was shot because now he's like, yo, I'm number one draft pick and I don't get no playing time. Now with Jimmy Butler's aboard, I don't definitely don't get no playing time. <laughs> now you had the now you have Landry Shamit who got traded, who came in getting playing time. And he right. also got traded. So he out there playing for the Clippers. Landry Shamit and Wilson Chandler. All over there. So I'm looking at where Markel folks get a better look in Orlando. Maybe we can start off different. New home or the fresher breath air. Now you look at what, like I said, and we about to grade these picks right now. All the trades that went down. You looking at New York Knicks release Anders Kettner. Sacramento Kings waived Ben McLemore. So Ben McLemore has no home. Where right. we go? Where Both we those guys just... 
We we no longer need y'all services. We're not right. trading y'all. We just y'all ain't on the team no more. <laughs> if you look at the team right now, you you give out you Marcus, I want you to give out the grade for your team who made the biggest splashes so far. Your two top teams who made the biggest splashes. Uh, yeah, I would say it's the Philly for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. They they just I think they start lining up is better than the Warriors, you know, collectively. Um then the second team. No, 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 no. I gotta stop you right there. <laughs> you said the 76ers lineup is better than the Warriors lineup. No, we gotta disagree on that one. So I'll be I Velasco, I'll be agreeing with you, but this one, nah. I can't do that. Steph Curry, listen, go Steph Curry, Ben Simmons. Steph Curry, get the check mark there. So that's one. Right. At the two guard, you got J.J. Reddick, you got Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, get the check mark there. Two, that's two for the Warriors, zero for the Sixers. At the three, you got Kevin Durant and Jimmy Butler. Definitely going KD. That's three. Draymond Green, and you got Tobias Harris. <laughs> I'm going to say this about dead even, but Tobias Harris is a bucket. And this one, I'm going defense over offense. Because defense wins championships for Draymond Green there. At the five spot, you got Joel Embiid. And you have... DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins. I'm going with Joel Embiid because Joel Embiid killed DeMarcus Cousins <laughs> the other week. So I thought they had Jimmy at the uh, at the two, no? He had the three? At the three, too. Yep. Oh, okay. See, if, I, if he was at the two... I would give it to Jimmy over Clay. Ooh, ooh, you would. Ooh, you doing that? Jimmy um, over Clay. Jimmy Jim- over Clay. I would go Jimmy and Embiid over uh but, over Cousins and now, Clay. Jimmy can't score like Clay though. But his def well, his defense is better, and I just like his his attitude more, like his spirit of the game. Like he ain't. Jimmy out there, he out there to win. Right. Oh, yeah, I can't forget. Oh, Reggie Bullock get traded from the Pistons to the Lakers. So oh, yeah, that, that's who the Lakers needed, you know, to make this playoff push, Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with that little salt in the game. Yeah, y'all thought y'all was getting to Reggie, but y'all got Reggie Bullock. And I thought they got a linebacker the Lakers did with a name like Bullock. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking Reggie, but I'm thinking of Keith Bullock who played for the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. So, the Lakers right now, LeBron he first got there. So we so we, all, we before we get into, before we get into trade talk, I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give an A plus to the 76ers on this night. But a team, but the team who's I would give a bad grade to, man, the Washington Wizards, the Chicago Bulls. What in the hell was they thinking? I don't know what they did with this I'm trade. Still confused. So they, they just want to be part of the the trade the trade deadline. Like you know what, this look good. Let's go out there. We're gonna throw Otto Porter, Jabari Parker, and, and Bobby Porters. This this is the, the this is the same Bobby Porters who broke Nikola Mitrovic nose. So I mean, what's the end game? Like, what did they do it for? Like <laughs> Jabari like, Parker was average. What Jabari Parker average? Like eight points per game at most. Bobby Porters oh, well. in the outer lineup. Some games he plays, some games he don't. Otto Porter. First name, spell backer, still auto. Uh, I mean, what did you, they didn't get anything from it. 
They did, so far they're the biggest losers. The Cavaliers stockpiling on picks. Um, I'm gonna say Sixers A plus. I'm gonna get the Raptors a B minus because Marcus Hall is older. Um, I'm just I mean it's a lot of things. The Lakers get an F. F plus. They got rid of plus. An F plus. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the Pelicans just. The Pelicans just got Marquise Morris to put him in the package deal with Anthony Davis to to give him something to peace about with Will and you know Will Demps. Man, shout out to you, man. Not folding mm-hmm. your hand, playing playing poker at the table. You know what? We ain't folding that easy, Jack. He said, <laughs> "My he said my king will beat your ace all day." Right. So kudos to them. Now let's get into nitty gritty, where everybody want to talk about. Now, LeBron James on the other hand. With these trades and watching the basketball game the other night, Brady with the free throw line, the fans in Indiana was cheering, LeBron will trade you. LeBron will trade you. And I was thinking about that. I said, man, that's one of the most clever chants I ever heard. Yes, Brandon Eagle went to knock both free throws down. But LeBron James. LeBron James just traded Russell Westbrook for Ben Simmons in an all star game. game. It's an all star game. <laughs> Why trade everybody? <laughs> he won't. He got clutch sports on his team. That's all. That's all. Clutch sports. Him, mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Man, if he could have drafted Jr., he would have drafted him. Like right. Jr., let's go, baby. <laughs> it, it was a no-brainer. I got to go with my boy D Wade. Now, if he really want to have some fun, he could have traded D Wade away. Now that been a head scratcher. You know he not trade his banana boat buddy away. That ain't gonna happen because LeBron won't go here to end of that to the to to, to the casket drop. <laughs> you traded me. <laughs> you traded me for dirt and whiskey, bro. Uh, yeah, the guy that beat us in the finals. <laughs> right. And I'm looking at LeBron James. LeBron James. If you look at how he drafted, first and foremost, when you look at his draft, I'm like LeBron. Man, you gotta be kidding me. So I'm going to pull it up. Team LeBron with the first pick. LeBron picked KD. LeBron picked it first last year, as he claimed. Right? Uh, and you, and I'm looking where he is. He drafted LeBron. He picked up KD. His second pick was Kyrie. He brought Kawhi playing. He, he picked up Kawhi. With his 10 picks, he picked up Anthony Davis. Picked up Clay Thompson. He is doing some recruitment. Some the tamper. Pick. And he's, you see, John's, John's like, yo, can I call tapping on this? And I'm looking <laughs> at where, because there was rumors that the Lakers was looking at Bradley Beal, and he picked Bradley Beal last. And then Bradley Beal was laughing, like, I want you to get picked last. I hope it ain't me. It was him. You asked for it, yeah. and you got it. You got picked last. If John Wall was healthy, John Wall, they got picked up way early in that second in that second <laughs> team thing. So you look at Team LeBron, you got KD, Kyrie, Kawhi, James Harden, Anthony Davis, Klay Thompson, Damian Lillard. They had Russell Westbrook, and they traded him away for Ben Simmons. Now you got LaMarcus Aldridge, Carl Anthony Towns, Bradley Beal, and, of course, to add in, you got Dwayne Wade. Now you're looking at Giannis' team. You got Steph, Joel B, Paul George, Kimball Walker, Chris Middleton, Nikolai Jokic. You got Russell Westbrook, Blake Griffin, D'Angelo Russell. Congratulations to D'Angelo Russell and Nikolai Jokic, who I thought should have been in the All-Star games. Nikola, uh, Nikola Vucevic and Kyle Lowry. Now, who team you was picking to win this game? 
I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with Team LeBron on that one. They got KD and Kyrie. Yeah, LeBron got the score. And they got Clay. Yeah. And the one thing I'm going to take about, I'm like, yo, Raptors fans, uh, people who like Kyle Lowry, no disrespect, what in the hell is he doing as an all-star reserve? Like, y'all could, they could have picked anybody in the East other than him. To represent. I'm just being honest. Like the Milwaukee Bucks have had another guy in there. Easily. Easily. Chris Middleton, Giannis. Well, let's see. They, I think Lopez could have went. Serge Ibaka's having. Could have gave him a, a, a nod to go. That's <laughs> probably. It's recording. All right. So you got Kyle Lowry on the other hand. I don't think he was all-star worthy this year to be an all-star. Um, on the other hand, there's a couple of guys in the East who could be all-stars this year. Spencer, Di- Spencer um, Dinwiddie. What you think about that one? Spencer Dinwiddie is having an all-star type season with the, with the, with the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, yeah. I mean, especially if they, uh, they gave – um, D'Angelo tonight, I think Spencer's playing just as well as he is, so if you have one, might as well get both with him that's in there. I was thinking of another player, too, they could have added to the to the All-Star, too. Victor Oladipo, they could have swapped him out with one of his teammates. They could have put in Miles Turner. What you think about Miles Turner being you know, as an All-Star? I think Miles Turner is good, but uh, I probably would have went with Sabonis over him. I think Sabonis, uh, I don't know what his numbers looking like, but I think he, he was, he's having more of an impactful year than, than Miles Turner is. But since Oladipo been hurt, Miles Turner has stepped his game up. Exactly. He had to. Like, There's a lot of guys who could have been in the All-Star game for a fat like in the West. You could argue for Donovan Mitchell. I thought Luka Donich had a great shot. Uh, Derrick Rose, shockingly, should be in the All-Star game. Mo- right now, man, Derrick Rose, is, to me, is my most improved player. I know everybody's picking other guys to be most improved, but, man, the road that, that Derrick Rose has been on, man, like none other, man. He wasn't supposed to be in the league right now. He's supposed to be at home, relaxing, trying to make a comeback. And get his mind right. This dude, Derrick Rose, is back on to being Derrick Rose speed. And Derrick Rose bring a lot to the table. Like, man, the, the ups and downs that he's been through. Thibodeau, to me, is the only guy who believed in Derrick Rose, man, when he's been there with all the situations. Uh, he definitely, he he's a lot better than what he was with the Cavs last year. He is playing, I would say, on the all-star level. If he don't get most improved, he should definitely be in the uh, the running for six man. Man, he 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 could be the Derrick Rose is the type of guy. He probably could take on both awards. Most improved is six man, but the way that six man been going lately, man. OG for the Toronto Raptors is is eligible for most improved player too, as well. OG OG Obi I was calling him something crazy. OG Obanobi can't pronounce it right. OG Obanobi. Let's play like no other. Most improved player, I would say. Kyle Kuzma, another one. A lot of guys are just playing very well. 
now since D'Angelo Russell's stepping up, he could be a most improved player candidate. So I think my most improved player vote, uh, me, if I had to give it up, I think I'd go Derrick Rose. If Derrick Rose will get most improved, like you said, I can see him being a six man. That's a good one. Between him oh. and uh between him and uh Lou Williams. That'd be pretty much that at one year it's, it's the Lou Williams and Jamal Crawford were at, at the right. most. <laughs> right. So we look at all these trades going down and LeBron James always give his 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 comments about what other teams doing his organization. LeBron James, the coach, GM, and etc. And I'm thinking a lot of these guys get together and want to play and win championships, but they don't a lot of these guys don't want to sacrifice and take the hard road to win the championships. When you get to take the hard road and win some of these championships, the championship ring become more meaningful because you had to go through some obstacles. That's why LeBron James said his right now, his he said his first one was sweet, but that 2016 ring will always remain forever. Why? They went up against a monster of a team. The monsters. Literally. So, and the one thing we'll talk about before we wrap things up, but it's trade talks. Um, Kevin Durant getting into it with the media. The guy asked him the same question every time he said, Kevin Durant said, bro, I'll give you the same answer. Told the dude to grow up. But Kevin Durant, hold on, baby, Slim Reaper. Let me tell you something, big dog. I respect what you do. But you are the same Kevin Durant who have burner Twitter accounts. <laughs> You're going to tell a journalist to grow up. I know I know. It, sometimes it sucks that you got to sit there and answer the questions. Like how you play basketball. You should, look, look, the, the crazy thing Kevin Durant said, I just want to play basketball. Okay. The journalist just want to do journalism. Right. <laughs> he got a job to do too. The way he gets funky with him, sometimes, man, you got to take the higher roads. So and you know what? I know you, you answered it. Every time I see you after all these games, these home games, I'm going to see the same answer. Man, I just want to play basketball. I don't even want to talk about the free agency part. That the free agency part handle his time, handle his business when it's time to come. Instead of saying, sitting there dogging the man, I'm making him look little. See, at the end of the day, you give these you give these ball players a couple million dollars, they feel like they're on top of the world. Anything can happen to you. You can tear your Achilles tendon, you done for the rest of the season, maybe your career. But that one thing that journalist that journalist that journalist can't do, he ain't gonna tear no Achilles because go. If he is, he's gonna come in with crutches on and he's still gonna do he's still gonna uh, record your conversation, still ask you questions. So just take it with the greatest salt that somebody's willing to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? What you think? For sure. I, mean, I don't know. I think these, uh, especially these players who coming up on free agency, they all be so sensitive. Like, come on. Like, you, you coming up on a trade. The media got to ask you why you about to get traded. Like, if you don't know, say you don't know. Like, just give an answer. Like, they all be whiny and, and baby, you know, crying about it. Like, just say yes or no. I don't know yet. I'll tell you when it's that time. See where it is with Kevin Durant. He knew he had that burner Twitter account. I believe deep down inside, he know he 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 knows he's leaving. He don't want to give up his answer because players give it away with their face, the face, the facial adjustments they make. So you're looking at say, are you going to New York? That's the rumor going around. So he's going to New York. If you are, so be it. 
You can't say it now because they mess with the team morale. I'm gonna tell you one player who ain't taking no crap from um, Kevin Durant is Draymond Green. Draymond Green is the is the muscle and the soul of that basketball team. And you know, Draymond Green don't care if you leave. Draymond Green, warrior. Steph Curry, it's a warrior. Klay Thompson, warrior. Andre Iguodala, warrior. Kevin Durant, ain't no warrior. He just came here just to win a championship ring. That's all. He, right. he he's not what you call a real Golden State warrior. He's not strength in numbers. He just didn't get the rings, to be honest with you. For it. That's all he did. He just secured his legacy. And that's, that's it. it. That's it. Right. He got the rings. And he going to tell you what? Thank you. Thank you, GSW. It's been real. But let's get back to this. Let's get back to this GOAT talk with Tom Brady. <laughs> and I know we talked about this last week. And it, it, it baffled me, you know, because Tom Brady, Tom Brady got six championship rings. He's six and three in the Super Bowl. Michael Jordan is six and zero in championships. Um, Bill Russell is eleven and zero in championships. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar got his six championships rings too. And people are like, oh, we got a new name to the block. Yes, I said Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, aka or BKA, better known as Lou Alcindor. Hmm. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. He's a three-time NCAA MVP. He's a three-time NCAA title championship holder. He is also a six-time NBA champion, one with the Milwaukee Bucks, and five with the Los Angeles Lakers. And also, he has 38,387 points. And the reason I'm bringing his name up, he's another guy who should be mentioned with some of these greats as a GOAT. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. This guy, nobody can stop the sky hook. That's his patent shot. Seven foot guy who gets a sky hook over anybody. He can hit it from the park. He can hit it in his sleep. And I feel like if you want to talk about goat, put some respect on Lou Alcindor's name. The next time y'all mention greatest of all time, and the reason I'm saying that is because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar playing with Oscar Robinson and with when they won that championship with the Milwaukee Bucks at the Mecca. Man, dumb guys was basketball players. These guys winning championships in Chuck Taylors. These guys can't even win championships in Nikes. So, <laughs> and, and, and you got to think about this, the, 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 how they became champions and, and about this being Black History Month. And, you know, I'm schooling some, some younger folks out there because I got schooled. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share some money. What these guys did back in their time is like none other. To play with the criticism of being an African American in America, the things they went through, they couldn't eat at certain restaurants. They had to go eat out back at, at the back of the restaurant. They can't go inside. Just the adversity, to still eat some of these places, and and still go out the next night. People calling them out their name. And they still perform at a at an all-time high level. And I just want to shed light on that. When y'all mention greatest of all times, please put some respect on Lou Alcindor, aka or BKA, Kareem Hadoul Jabbar, Mr. Skyhook himself. Just wanna say that. And if sure. I, and 
And with this, you probably go, Marcus, let's be honest. Super Bowl talk. Is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer? Yep, I believe he is. No. Oh, you won, yeah? I'm saying no. Yeah, they can't stay. I'm going to say no. I know he went to Kent State, played for the Golden Flashes like Joshua Cribs, James, James Harrison, the linebacker for, who played for the Steelers and also the Patriots. I'm going to say no. The reason I'm saying he's not saying no, do you know he, his, he, can't, he, he can't be a Hall of Famer? He can't be a Hall of Famer if Troy Brown, that played for the New England Patriots, that played in the Super Bowls with Tom Brady. Has just as many rings as Julian Edelman. Do you know Julian Edelman had like I want to say I want to believe six hundred eleven catches. I want to say That's Troy. Crazy. I want to say either is it Troy Brown or Tyrone Branch? I believe has seven hundred and forty three catches with more yards to him and more touchdowns to him. But we call him a Hall of Famer. This is the same guy who tested positive for PEDs, and yet. He gets the Super Bowl MVP. People throw his name in, into Hall of Fame talk. And Barry Bonds, he getting tested. And tested has no signs of steroids or PED life in him. And he can't even get into the Hall of Fame? Come on, man. That's that's preposterous, <laughs> man. That's straight BS. Yeah. That's yeah. straight BS. Yeah. They going to sit here and gonna tell me Julian Element is a Hall of Famer? But but little did you know, Barry Bonds is still fighting to get into the Hall of Fame, and he has not tested positive for PEDs, steroids, or no type of illegal drugs of use. Yeah, that, that's baseball, though. You know, baseball is the, the good old boys league, so. We know it's the good old boy league. Football is, too. You know, they they got they know who they should be. But the, same, but the point I'm making, he took steroids. He has been tested for PEDs. Spent it for four games. Barry Bonds got tested, have, has no PEDs in his system, no steroids, still come out there and bomb home runs out there in San Francisco in the Kobe Cove Lake with no problem. Hmm. With no problem. My point is, if you're going to say he should be a Hall of Famer, my, 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 by all means, any of I'd be damned. Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame too. And that's why I was standing there on that. You know, rest in peace, yeah. Frank Robinson. One of well, one of the World Series, and he was the manager too. And everybody didn't know Frank Robinson managed the Cleveland Indians too as as well. So you look at that that as well. Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer in my eyes. And I agree with that. You're looking at certain things. Look, look at if they did take steroids. Look what they did for base, baseball is boring to some people. They took look at the people who did take steroids. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. They they changed the game. They had the great the greatest fifty or sixty home run season I ever seen in my life. Every time you turn the TV on, they would put a basketball or football game to the side. Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa at the bat. And uh, and when they did do that nine times out of ten, what happened? That's going over the gate. Barry Bonds is hitting his fifty six home runs. Sammy Sosa is right behind him at fifty seven. Yeah, they had, that was the most memorable thing about that PED and steroids era. That honestly, Bud Seeley, the old commissioner, now you got Manfred in as the new commissioner. Steroids lightweight say baseball on that end. 
when you're looking at that. Everybody tell you something. You gotta realize these guys, these guys, these guys are to me are superhuman guys. Baseball players play the most games on all, out of all the athletes, out of every sport. Baseball players play 162 sure. games. Plus, right. if they get to the playoffs, they play a good another 180. So you look at these guys. The only person that really get a rest on these baseball teams are pitchers. Your every night guys, your everyday hitters go out there every night and try to perform at their best. So they they probably take some type of stimulant to keep them afloat. Now you talking about they talking about football players putting a hurt on their body. Ain't nobody putting a hurt on their body at the baseball players. Nope. So you, they even see that's and, and I feel like they not get they and the one thing about baseball players, they don't cry about it. They don't cry. They go out there and perform. Basketball they play players two bas- two games a day sometimes. Right. Baseball basketball players go out there and say, Hey man, I can't play now. I got a hangnail. I ain't right. shoot right. I, I need rest. <laughs> Base, like watching that thirty for thirty with Deion Sanders. I loved it. Deion Sanders was playing with a with a cracked bone in his foot. Never cried about it. Still two games, playing two different sports, two different two cities, cities, same day. And never complained about it. And when you look at that players like a Deion Sanders, guys like that come around a dime a dozen, man. Guys like that don't come around too often. And he's he the reason why they call him prime time. Deion Sanders did his thing. Um, he's the greatest athlete of all time, in my opinion. Right. Deion Sanders. Greatest. Yes, one of the greatest athletes of all time. You know, we're not going to be here too much longer. We got what we want to say off our chest, people, but let's take this with heed. When you when y'all mention Graves of all time, please mention Kareem Hadou Jabbar name or Bill Russell. Mention those guys. Until next time, folks. I'm Tay Wiggs. This is Mark Top. This is live from the Man Cave after hours. We out. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the After Hours Live from Man Cave Podcast. Please subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Peace.